Hello Vault Heads, this is the self-proclaimed, sarcastically named Captain Keyforge, also known as PJ Broughton of the Steel City Snufflegators. And here we are with the latest episode of Captain's Compod. Uh, welcome, thank you for joining me. Um, we now find ourselves um, at the time of year where summer is all but over um, and we can start to expect the return of crowds to stadiums for football um, but not football as a European would call it obviously um, I'm English it's pretty clear from my accent and from my time but uh, not football soccer no NFL football um, American football, Gridiron is back this Thursday night. So today we are going to talk about um, one of the few things that uh, the NFL and Keyforge have in common, and that is clock management and how important clock management can actually be when it comes to competing in your game. So that is what we are going to talk about today. Okay, so first of all, to... Um, try and make the rules work in our favour we need to understand the rules looking at you coach Belichick Um, so we'll we'll go into those a little bit so we'll begin with uh, tournament regulations these are tournament regulations version 1.0 which were effective according to fantasy flight games from the 15th of November 2018 um, and as of September 2021 were the most up to date ones on fantasy flight games website okay so in competitive play games have a time limit and according to the tournament regulations Archon has the following time limits. Swiss and single elimination, single game rounds, 35 minutes. Final single elimination, single game rounds, 50 minutes. Swiss and single elimination, best of three rounds, except the final, 90 minutes each. Okay, and then uh, a best of three round final uh, on single elimination, is 120 minutes okay so there are a few different things there you need to know whether you're playing um, single game rounds best of one or best of three and then you know what you're talking about okay Um, that's Archon there's also a different time limit for sealed as well okay so the sealed time limits are as followed so Swiss and single elimination single game rounds 45 minutes so sealed events get 10 minutes more than standard archon events do Um, then final single elimination single game rounds so if you ever get lucky enough to get to a final can't say i ever have but uh, i'm sure one or two of my listeners out there have Um, then it is a 60 minute round swiss and single elimination best of three rounds are 100 minutes each in sealed Okay, and the final round where it's best of three single elimination uh, in a sealed environment would be a 125 minute game. Now these are the time limits to find a winner. And there will be quite a few games where a winner is found within that time limit. Okay, I've won and lost plenty of games within time, more than I've played that have gone to time. However, games do go to time. 
okay it is a fact that they do right okay so where a game goes to time when time is called for the round the player who is currently taking their turn finishes their turn if that player does not achieve victory by the end of their turn in brackets pause which is only possible with a key cheat or if you forge at the start of your turn but again your opponent's going to know um, then their opponent must take at least one more turn so if you don't forge and win at the start of your turn and you haven't got a key cheat your opponent then gets another turn if neither player has achieved victory in brackets forged three keys at the end of their opponent's last turn they must follow the steps below in order to determine who receives a win for the current game that player's opponent receives a loss for the game if a single elimination round or best of three match ends and only one player has a game win for the match the player wins the match instead okay so th this is the procedure for a game going to time first tiebreaker each player who has six or more amber forges one key removing six amber from their pool as usual card effects that affect amber cost have no effect during this step bye bye eddie you've got an eddie down with 10 cards in your archive it's dead now it's not dead but its effect is useless so you both forge four six if able the player with the most keys forges then the winner so if one of you now has more keys than the other person that person wins then the player with the most remaining amber in their pool is the winner okay so again you've got more amber than your opponent you win after that each player selects one of their houses then each player totals the number of friendly creatures in play and adds the amount of bonus amber from that house's cards still in their hand add those two numbers together and that is then added to your pool okay and they call that the potential amber step right and if after you have selected one house and used the creatures on board and played cards out of your hand and both of you are still level whoever went first wins and that's it that's the end of it so that's how you win or lose when a game goes to time okay so next thing we are going to look at the current rule book again the current rule book as of september 2021 because when your turn ends is very important in all this if you want to be the person who goes last the clock has to time out on your opponent's turn so there are steps to your turn one the forge key step two choose a house step three the play discard or use card step four the ready card step five the draw card step and then after step five another little step which is not numbered the end of turn effects trigger so we're going to focus on four five okay because the most important ones of these are your turn has not ended while any of your cards are exhausted you need to ready all of your cards if that buzzer goes while any of your cards are on their side now the clock is over and now your opponent gets a turn and you don't the same with your hand if you haven't readied all your cards and drawn up to the correct hand size yet again the clock ends on you and your opponent gets to end the turn um, with 
them being the final player. Okay, and lastly, you also need to be aware of the end of turn effects triggering. Because again, if there's a card in play that says at the end of your turn, this happens and you haven't done it, your turn has not ended. Okay, so we need to be aware of that. So after all of that, well, why, Captain Keyforge, do you think this is so important? Because whoever goes last has a massive advantage. Okay, I can't describe how massive I think that advantage is. You will know whether or not your game has a good chance of going to time. Every game I've played that's gone to time, I've had a very, very positive inkling that it was going to go to time before it happened. Again, you, you know if you've been playing 30 minutes and there's five minutes left and you're one key each, there's a very good chance that it's going to go to time this game. Okay? So you need to be preparing for it because, as I say, I've played more games that have not gone to time than I've played games that have gone to time. But being the person who goes last often in the time game is who wins. Not who's played best, not just who goes last. Because it makes such a massive difference the way the rules are now. Um, in my very first tournament, I played four games, two of them went to time. Now, to be fair, it was my first tournament and it was in the days of Kota only. Okay, I won one of them and I lost one of them. The one I won, I was the guy who went last and literally it's like, right, I just play one card, boom, I've won. That's it. Because we were both back and forth for checking for our third and final key. He got to check. Right, there you go, now you're off check. And I've got enough to forge a key game over, I win. That's how simple it was. Um, I played a game, uh, UK National Championship, that went to time. Again, for the past three or four turns, we've both been, I'm on check for my final key. No, you're not, I'm on check for my final key. Back and forth, back and forth. The, ta the, the clock timed out on me, went to my opponent, too much to protect, I've won the game. That's literally it, just play too much to protect, bang, I've won the game. Because we both forge our third key, but I've got more ammo than you, sorted. That simple. A lot of the time, when it goes to time, going last is what will win you the game or not win you the game. Now, I could make another podcast, to be honest, about whether or not I agree with the timeout rules and what I would change about them and why. Because I comfortably could speak for 15 minutes about what I would change regarding the rules, why I would change it and why I think that's fairer. But the bottom line is it doesn't matter because while I appreciate you listening to my podcast and therefore hearing my opinion and being willing to hear it actually to be fair my opinion matters very little on this subject the rules are the rules um, so it doesn't really matter what my opinion is matters what the rules are so the rules are if the buzzer goes when I'm playing my opponent gets to have another go and if the buzzer goes when my opponent is playing I get to have another go so I think it's very important that you do some of the following things. So, where I watch with a timer, set the timer off at the start of the round for the duration of the round. You will see me do this whenever I'm playing in tournament. And it doesn't matter which fantasy flight game I'm playing when I do it. I came from another FFG game and I always used to do it in that game. And I still to this day do it with Keyforge. I have 
the timer on my watch literally is set to 35 minutes. Right now, today, it's set to 35 minutes because I play Keyforge more than anything else. If you can't do that, sit yourself in a position where you can see the timers. In a big event, there will be round the room. In a small event, there might not be, but again, the, the tournament organizer will call it out. The round started. Be, have a timer on your wrist, okay? You don't need to constantly watch it, but again, if it's on your wrist, you can see. You When, it, when the game is, is drawing to a close you will get warnings the, the tournament organizer will come around and say right five minutes left on the round two minutes left on the round when this happens you need to be very aware of play okay i would even consider playing one card just to take my opponent off check and then handing the turn back to them just to get it so that i had the last turn if I thought that was possible. Um, I am not advocating cheating. I'm not advocating slow play. I'm not advocating playing out your entire turn and then using 60 seconds to rotate one card. Because that would be slow play, that would be cheating, and if they can get the judge over quick enough, you're going to get a warning for it. But equally, playing smart, right, there's a minute left on the clock, what do I need to do to stop my opponent forging and what do I need to do to get to check? And how do I do that and give my opponent 10 seconds? That is what you want to be thinking. That is what you want to be looking at. And that is how you can ensure that you are working the clock to your advantage. Okay? Like I say, NFL starting again. An NFL game, the last two minutes can take 10 because of timeouts and changing this and that. You are not gonna have the ability to do that in Keyforge, but what you are gonna have is the ability to see that a game is likely to go to time and to try and set yourself to be in a position where you hand it back to your opponent with them having absolutely no time left. Like I say, if you give it back to them at five seconds and you're in check and they're not, they've got to do something about it. And by the time they have, the time has gone and the clock's coming back to you and a lot of the time that's going to win the game i genuinely believe that if somebody could actually track the stats on it whoever goes last when a game goes to time wins three out of four games i honestly think it's that big of a deal so that is the rules of going to time that is the timing chart and that is why I think it's important to try and ensure that you are the player who goes last and the the only fair and legitimate ways where you can actually try and ensure that when the clock goes, it's on your opponent and you get to go last. So as ever, what do you think? Do you think I'm wrong? Do you think I'm talking a load of rubbish and that actually whoever goes last in a competitive match... Um, doesn't really matter that much and it, it's not as important as I think it is um, I'd love to hear stories about where you've won because you've gone last where you've won and it didn't matter you know tell me why you agree why I'm wrong 
love to hear it um, as ever you can get in touch through email through twitter through facebook you can comment you can follow or subscribe um, if you like my content and you'd like to see more deck openings on stream or things like that or giveaways please feel free to support me through patreon i would very much appreciate it um, as ever Thank you for staying with me through to the end of another Captain's Comp Pod. I appreciate it. Um, if you are an NFL fan, enjoy the weekend because I will be watching with you and enjoying it. Um, and as ever, may the forge be with you.